So I got a lot of transition sounds, imaging from that. And like, you notice how you're doing like, so what I got to do now is go back and clip your sound of you going third down, <laughs> you know, and then fourth down. That was pretty funny. The, uh, they, it reminds me of, um, and I guess this is a, a on the run topic. Um, are there any old video games that you guys go back and play, want to go back and play, have thought about going back and playing or like just avoiding at all costs because you don't want to ruin the nostalgia of it? Oh, oh man, for so, sure. I, I, time, I've got yeah. a whole host of video games that I would love to go back and play. Uh, I'll, I'll do a top five quick off the top of the head. Uh, Paperboy, Paperboy, number five. Paperboy, Paperboy. It's all about that Paperboy. Number four, Karate Kid. Okay, okay. Uh, Number three, you know what? We'll go Excite Bike. Excite Bike number three. Yeah. Uh, Number two, give me the original. I think it was like maybe 1994 NHL, EA Sports NHL 94. Best soundtrack ever in the history of games. This includes like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It blows those out of the water. And then number one. Number one with a bullet. It was in a black cartridge. It was called RBI Baseball by Tengen. Little short, yeah. fat people. Do, 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 Greatest, greatest baseball game in the history of baseball games. You can download on um, when your PlayStation Network, uh, you can download RBI Baseball, uh, the newer version. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not even close. It, I know it's definitely not because I have I've downloaded them, but I, I love the old RBI baseballs. Oh, I got a top five too if we want it. Ooh, wow, you guys are, Pals you top guys five. Okay, really? number five, uh, WWE Royal Rumble for Super Nintendo. Okay. Terrific little uh, wrestling game. Along with WWE, WWE SmackDown. Terrific. PlayStation's best wrestling games to date. I, nothing's going to top that. In my opinion, um, coming in at number three, Madden 07. Mm. Who's that? One? N- I think, let me see. Actually, that I, could be, I could be getting it wrong with the I, with was, 05. No, was that Michael Vick? No, 07 was uh, uh, what was the white boy's name from Cleveland? No, it was Sean Alexander. I didn't mean 07, I meant uh. What's the one with Ray Rice? That's my favorite Madden. 05. That, that one hits different. Yeah, Madden 05 because with Ray Rice on there. Uh, great creative team on yeah, that I version of the game. Get on your level because I was going for an elevator joke. Uh, anyway, sorry, Pat. Uh, number two. Well, I love you, Cap. You, you missed Beep's joke. I did. <laughs> it was amazing. The Ray Rice game hits different. Oh, it's it's on a different level. I think it was the Ray Lewis game he's talking about, but I wasn't going for the correction. <laughs> 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 this is like when I totally didn't hear Ed Bob say something about slavery on LTC, and then Jeanette was like, "Pow." <laughs> to listen to LTZ. Like, yeah, bring it back. You're like, wait, I was talking about the Mexican people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two, Pokemon Red, Nintendo Game Boy. Wow, that's a great job, Taylor. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, outside looking in, uh, any NBA 2K, because the game has gotten better with each release. Can't say the same about Madden. Madden was hitting different from 04 through 07, and it just wasn't the same. And at number one, the greatest video uh, game franchise of all time, if I could go back and play it, I happen to have it on my screen right now because I am playing it. I bought a PlayStation 3 during the pandemic so I could play NCAA 13. That is my number one choice. Strictly, I have a PlayStation 3 just to play that game. Nice. So, Can't wait. Cap, we're be- putting you on the spot. Do you have one? If you don't, we can come back yeah, to you later. I do. I do. We're gonna. You guys are going to help me workshop my first one, though. But I, I cannot wait until the, uh, the was it, 24 uh, NCAA comes out because I'm not only excited for the football, but I cannot wait to make a 64-team tournament or 68-team tournament now. How myopic of me. And, uh, you know, just battle it out with all 68 teams in the basketball. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so my top five, uh, we'll, we'll start at number five. What is, is is tech in the game where you drive around and, like, clown ice cream trucks and shoot each other? Everybody has, like, a car? What, what is no, that? that that was I, – I can't understand what oh, Pal's saying because he's on mute. Oh, yeah, metal. Tw- Twisted Metal. Okay, so – Oh, I've been on mute this whole time? Oh, no, I was going to say – uh, Okay, I, I was like totally talking to Cap, and then I was like, "Oh, did you not hear, hear what I was saying?" <laughs> no, I was gonna say, uh, "Yeah, Tekken is a is like a fighting game, like Street Fighter." Yeah, I know. I don't know why I confuse that, but Twisted Metal one or two, I think two might have been better. Um, okay, and I, and I while I was on mute, I also said that like the the college basketball games were really lit, but they never came out with a version for the PS3. The last one they came out with was like the PS2, and I love playing the college basketball games. Because the best part about having the college games is the function where you can like draft rosters. I miss that. Pow, pow, pow. Turner, long, gone. Tied it back up. Oh, man. I'm, I'm behind right now, Cap, so he's about to knock it out of the park right now. Little spoiler. There we go. There we go, Cap. Making my day, sir. Trey Turner, future Oriole. Back-to-back homers in the postseason, huh? Nice. And number four, NBA Showtime. Showtime slash, no, I don't want to do NBA Street 2, but you know, NBA Street and NBA Showtime, those those, uh, basketball games are my favorite. Once it got to NBA Live and 2K, I kind of checked out on them. Um, Showtime was a sleeper. That was a good game. It was very, I mean, uh, you remember NBA Ballers, Cap? Did you ever play that? Ballers, yeah, I, I remember. I think I remember that one. I that was a pretty good, decent game too. But no, but uh, Showtime had a lot of potential. They're the first one that had like a shot meter that NBA 2K ended up adopting. Yeah, it was like you, you, if you got the shot, you know, if you held the meter right, you could like start from outside the three point and jump and you would be shooting it at the foul line in the air it was like you just had to learn you know have to have the little touch and, and the graphics for it were pretty pretty ahead of its time if i must say yeah uh i don't know what the maybe that have been uh maybe that was ps2 maybe uh maybe uh pretty pricey to try to get these days but um for sega nfl sports talk 95 we were looking this up, and I used to love just simulating the seasons, but even if I played, it was pretty cool, even though I didn't have a team in the game. Um, that would be a, a great game to uh, to be able to play again. I might have to make a little investment. Um, Jurassic Park would be my number two for Sega. 
Um, I wasn't really good at it. I maybe got to like the third level, but I remember liking it and really, really trying and uh, just sucking at it. Uh, and my number one is uh, Super Mario 3. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, like I, I've tried to get it on. Um, I bought a Nintendo with like 6,000 games uh, downloaded on it, and it, it didn't have Super Mario 3. I'm like, it says 6,000 How is that even games, possible? It doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. It had like all different types of games, but it was it was only Super Mario 1 and 2. Huh. And I was like, oh, okay. How about that? So maybe I need to buy a better one. Um, and so that is my top five. I cannot believe I came up with a top five of both of them. Well, pal, you just kind of jogged. This is really- I've got two for my five. Uh, I've got two for my outside OLI. looking in two li. Uh, I have MVP Baseball two thousand five, and Ooh. then when EA Sports dropped the uh, MLB package, they did an NCAA Baseball the year after. It was MVP Baseball 2006 NCAA, which was fucking phenomenal. Dude, the NCAA, I don't know who they had working in that gaming department, but they were so good because the the gameplay for NCAA, for the NCAA games relatively didn't change very much. They made, they made smart changes game to game, whereas Madden, by the time it got, we're getting to like Madden 2013, they were making the graphics way too updated, the rushing the ball wasn't as realistic. It was really difficult. For whatever reason, Madden, since post-2010, I've not been able to run the goddamn ball, like, ever on that game. You know, neither here nor there. So, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But, but yeah, there's some, there's some like, uh, I miss when 2K Sports was able to make NFL games because, like, NFL 2K2 or 2K1 – very good games because they had a partnership with ESPN. So that was right. always really cool. Uh, it's like the half times were all ESPN theme. Chris Berman was all over the video game. That was, that was cool. I remember, I remember those games. We, um, when we played, uh, pickup, uh, one of the kids actually like wrote down the entire playbooks and they were like pages and pages long. And I was like, I'm used to Madden having like nine plays. And this, <laughs> the two K games had like pages of plays. So it was pretty cool that, uh, you know, they had. It, it was, I think the competition makes them better, but now they ain't EA don't have to compete with shit. That's why we get the same game pretty much every year, unless they're a sponsor. I'm not sure if EA's a sponsor. Welcome to post post game. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> What's well, up, guys? That was a Video game back, talk. Beep. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving week is is over. Jesus, what an absolute nightmare that was! Holy bleep! We know we're uh, we're closer to the on the other side of it than we yeah. were to the other side, right? So yeah. that's what, all that's all that matters. I tried to hold it down as best I could for you, Beep. I appreciate you filling in. We had, we had some good conversations here. Yeah, us uh, Pac was also joining us. Ooh, Surprise, he's not around right now. Yeah. So, uh, or somewhere right now, they're not be joining us. Uh, he hasn't been active too much either, so he must be out on a work trip. That makes sense. Okay, okay. I have, I had a, uh, I didn't really like bring it up as a lopic, but I kind of sent a tweet to the group. Did you guys see that Randy Johnson is an NFL photographer now? So he's been doing that for a couple of years now. It says, yeah, since 2010, or yeah. I was reading an article today that he was a photojournalism major in yep. college in the 80s. 
And then when he retired in 2010, he just kind of picked it up. His his logo is a dead bird, which is friggin' sick as hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And wow, if he does not like, honestly, it's crazy because like he should be photographing birds and selling those <laughs> the way he looks holding the camera. Like that, that's how I, that's how I picture him. Like he's a perfect bird photographer, photographer. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. So it's like I kind of wanted to look up like college majors of athletes and see if uh, we could find out the professions. But then I was thinking, you know, maybe a little more fun you know to see them like doing other things like who would you see as like a chef like would big baby davis even with all his uh criminal under uh, like his criminal mat like undermining and everything with all the the crime he's fraud he's got going on around him right now would he he I, i'd like to see him in the kitchen i think that'd be fun you know like as I think a, ezekiel as a, elliott I mean, he, he's always, you know, he's got the bowl he's eating, right? You know, mm-hmm. he's mixing something up. Mm-hmm. I, I, could, I could see him, you know, stirring up something like a wok or something like that, you know, some sort of tableside guac. Yeah, I could definitely see that as well. What about you, Cap? What, what are you thinking? What, what, what kind of career do you see an athlete? Do you, do you see any athletes as like a traffic cop? Reese Davis is count. Seeing LeBron James as a private investigator. Ooh. I could definitely see that with like like the little notepad. He's just yeah. like he's like talking to the person, like trying to slowly get information about the person he's like tracking down from them. But he's yeah. he's not saying he's a man of like the, the of he's a man of few word. No, he does his yeah. job and at the end when he reveals everything is when he says a lot. <laughs> he's like an old timey. <laughs> That's good, but he's I feel like he's like an old timey uh, you know, private eye that, that wants to he like knock on like a, a glass door that you can't see through that's all like blurry and then he opens it and the woman's all startled and he's you know and he's like you know good day ma'am and he's all in his old uh i can't i, I can't do a good old timey uh impersonation but he has like the r- big trench coat and the and the kind of like the hat with the circle brim you know like kind what, of are, what are we going for when we're saying old timey here you're talking because about this, I, see because he's talking about going on like sam spade see Okay, that's what I was thinking, because I was also going to say that, and I have the tweets to prove it from recently, but I played, like, one of the most believable old men you'd ever see as an 18-year-old. So I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) if we ever need that, I got it. I think I still got it in the bag. I think Beep nailed exactly what I was going for. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought, too. That's why why I'm not doing my impression. My impression (laughs) on, because I knew Beep hit it on the head. That's I, right, I was, in my head, I was trying to find the words to do the impression, and um, I couldn't find figure out the word C. That's so, all it is. Yeah, no, yeah, everything has to end in sorry. Yeah, it's it's like when, when Cody does his uh, um, Will Ferrell doing, uh, hi, hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he always starts with a hi. <sighs> Oh, hi everybody! How are you tonight? Welcome to the I, I get, I get so much joy lately from how much happiness that brings Mike Ryan. Because <laughs> Mike Ryan will constantly tell you, Mike Ryan's like, I cannot yawn without going. Oh, oh, oh. <sighs> so it's so good, it's so perfect. I so, can quite Leonard being the people in the middle of the mall that try to sell you the. The shoe cleaner. 
Ooh, I he doesn't, he doesn't talk picture, enough. Uh, he doesn't, yeah. doesn't talk enough. Th- those jobs, it's all about talking. It's all about the gift of gab, bringing people into your into your kiosk. He doesn't have that. Apple time, Apple time. That's it. I could see, I could, uh, but honestly, I see, I could see him doing the position. Like somehow, even though he's quiet, he's a quiet yet efficient worker somehow, Cap. I could see that. He? Hmm. Trying to think who else. I can see Justin to... Turner owning a weed farm. Mm-hmm. And just like I was just thinking shit out of that. Travis Kelsey could be one of those dudes that climbs up the poles to like fix the transformers. What are those guys called? The linemen? They're called Stupox. Like the... oh, yeah, that too. That's a good shout. I feel like Travis Kelsey's like the very energetic and wants wants something to catch on fire fireman. Like he's always going to work, hoping some some big building burns down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That, that's I, I. I got nothing for you there. No, I, sorry, Cap. I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> How about that that game he had though? Huh. Uh, it, it, There's it, no it, way. Honestly, whoever who if whoever had him in our fantasy league lost with the four touchdown tight end performance. Oh man. Is beep beep. Are you looking into it right now? Yeah, I'm looking it up and uh, I can tell you that he did not even crack the top two for tight ends. That whoa, actually, no, he he didn't crack the top three. Is it because it's based on, so so cap was filling me in that it's the point system is really based more so on yards. So a lot of his touchdowns weren't really like huge touchdowns. They were all like all within like what, 15, 20 yards. If they that maybe 15 to 10 yards within seven yards, I feel like. Yeah. Within seven yards. Yeah, they, they were all the, the, the smallest one was where he threw it to him, like on the right side of the field and he ran it in all the way to the left side for the touchdown. I feel like that was the longest one, but that's just because he ran horizontally. Uh, so yeah, let's say like all within seven yards. So is that why it's not, you don't, then he didn't necessarily, what he got like six points per touchdown, but certain tight ends got more yardage. So Travis Kelsey ended up seventh in scoring this week for tight ends. Whoa, that's insane <laughs> to me. I, I could have thought for sure. It's, it's a wacky league. It, that's a wacky league indeed. Holy shit. So, so can you give me the six ahead of him? I, uh, that that's a little spoil. I mean, well, you know, let's let let's just get into this right now. You know, yeah. Let, I was actually going to tell you. To, I was going to transition you into that anyway, since we're, yeah, we're we'll, already we'll here. Right he into the holy beep. So, I, like, I got popped for it. I was like, he said it. He said it. <laughs> holy beep. <laughs> yeah, we we are going to get right into the hottest segment on post post game show. It is beeps holy bleep team of the week. Love that imaging. At quarterback, Josh Allen with 535.5 points. At running back, Austin Eckler with 227 points. God bless football. At wide receiver, Gabe Davis with 206.6 points on Capo's bench. And an absolute moss moment. Yeah. At tight end, Taysom Hill, 243 points as a free agent. Recent pickup this week by Fan Andy, Fandy. 
tight end that was actually playing this week on a team was Mark Andrews, which is his second holy beat. 109 points this week. The defensive player, Derwin James, with 35 points on Powell's bench. Mm-hmm. The defense and special teams, the Cowboys with 22.6 points. Kicker. Did I play them? No. Uh, they are the not Dangers. on your team. They're not on your team. I, 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 I picked up the Dallas head coach. My mistake. Continue gotcha. there. Uh, the kicker, Nick Folk with 39.2 points. Punter, Cameron Johnson with 54 points. Head coach, the Buffalo Bills with 15 points. And the overall, holy bleep, team of the week is my team, Beeps Lobos, 1,361.5 points. And that is your Beeps Holy Bleep Team of the Week. Beep, has your team scored a thousand points in every week that we've played? Uh yes. Let let me Can I get a what? can I get an update on a player as well? Sure. We we, we can we, we can always we talk about kickers. wacky fantasy. We do kickers, so I'm not sure we if do kickers. Is how did Dicker the kicker do this week? <laughs> no clue. Um, Dicker. Yeah, week one I had 12, 1228. Uh, week two, uh, 1151. Week three, 1115. Little drop off there. Week four, 1246. That was a heated battle there with uh, uh, Barrett. I thought, I, mm. I got to be honest, I thought I was going to lose that game, but. Uh, TB Tom Brady came through for me there at the end. And then yeah, this past week, week five, 1361. Yeah, I don't hmm. know what the hell I was thinking, keeping Gabe Davis on the bench. You've had you've you've had some like really big breakout games just on your bench this season, my friend. Well, the good thing is one of the tiebreakers is most bench points. <laughs> That's so. what I'm going for. <laughs> the most important so, bench player. Let's go, Capo. So that, that could play in. That that bench player could be big at the end of the season. Now I just got to win some games. <laughs> the old one and four ain't going to do it. Still in mm-hmm. the mix. Still in the mix. Ooh, still in the mix. Love, love still in the mix. Oh, uh, yeah, that, we're stealing that. Pal, write it down. Still in the mix segment. Still in the mix segment. Ooh, actually, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um, anybody listening to this right now, since we're talking a little bit of football, and if you like PPG, you like Lauer After Hours, you like football, you can listen to mine and uh, Capo's dulcet sounds on our new podcast that we're going to be doing out throughout the football season called Zero Coverage. What Zero Coverage? Oh, glad you asked, Peep. You know, Zero Coverage is just a podcast where we pretty much don't cover really anything in the NFL in particular. Uh, We like to know, uh, you know, fans are already chiming in about our hit segment, our teams for real or for real, for real. So, you know, things are getting really interesting. So this week we had, you know, a little bit of a talk that featured um, only four teams in the NFL that we actually, I would say four teams with the fringe five team, fifth team, Capitals Ravens coming in as for real for real in the nfl okay I mean, we have a couple games coming up this weekend that are for real prove it games all right we're looking at you jets packers okay we're looking at you ravens giants right? love a good prove it game 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's something to check out there. Now that we're talking, you know, since we're talking football and Cap was bringing up we might still some things, you know, here. Just the perfect opportunity to throw out a shout. Ooh, plugging it. Monster just hit one to the wall. And this is this, what'd you say? Muncie just hit one to the wall. I thought he did it again, but no. <sighs> That's just a big, thick boy. Did you guys... Okay, I need you guys to look up the fullback for Kansas right now. If you have the opportunity, let me see. Let me see. He's number 47. We uh, post-LTC this... Uh, we, we did a rare Saturday morning college football LTC this past Saturday because we wanted it a little, a little Friday night. Action. So, um, we and we got a good look at the Kansas fullback, and oh my god, that dude is thick. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, he. he I, I don't know. This guy's hips. This guy was wide as it was, and his hips were still wider than the, than the rest of him. It was insane. Is this Spencer Rowe? I I want. I'm showing mm-hmm. six foot three, two hundred and sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. That sounds like him. That sounds like our boy. They have him playing like he plays on the as left tackle when it comes to like protecting for field goals and extra points. That's how big this dude is. Yeah, uh, th- this this kid is thick. Triple triple mm-hmm. C thick. Mm-hmm. Just a, just an, an just incredible. Like we saw we saw this. Uh, this Florida player, who was also, mind you, very thick, and I mean, I'm not gonna hate on him at all. But this kid out of Kansas was just incredible. Like, I'm like, how are you getting around him? I'm laying down at that point. If this guy's coming at me, just gotta be real there. Then again, your boy pals are a brick wall himself, so we'll see. Time will tell. <laughs> oh lordy, how about that? Mm-hmm. Cap, did you have any topics you want to discuss tonight? Oh, well, I, I have a funny story of how I got to this topic. Uh, but what's your guys' like worst pocket dial? You have a have a bad pocket dial in your history. So just just my pocket dial that was of the last uh, was yesterday. Um, I was leaving physical therapy, rushing to get to the dentist, and and looked down. Uh, the radio clicked off on my car. And I heard the, you know, started ringing and I'm like, oh, Lord, please don't be 911 again because my hand randomly just dialed 911 before. Uh, but this time I called Flem. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hung up immediately and then I text him pocket dial like, holy shit, I can't believe I just called Flem in the middle of the fucking day. It was like 11 something. That I'm sitting there like he's probably in a meeting or some shit. And I text him and he he wrote back and I saw him riding down the street and as I'm reading his text, and he's like, I answered the phone, like, yo, <laughs> and I was dying living that he answered, and I was like embarrassed as shit and hung up. But uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why he was, uh, when I brought it up uh, in the chat earlier, he you know, he kind of got a kick out of it because he knew what he knew where I was going with the whole because <laughs> uh yeah, he he got a pocket dial. Um, I, I every now and then, like wow. I, I used to pocket dial people with my flip phone when I had like you know CDs in the car and music would be on. That would be the worst. I just how do you pocket dial someone with a flip phone when you so my, close never, it shut? It hangs well, up. Well, no, no, because I would keep it open driving, texting, 
and it wasn't always the flip phone. Sometimes I'm sorry, like that one. Uh, one of those we're talking, you know, the the little old ass, um, cheap, um, the candy bar phone, the little Nokia. Yeah, like, and and not even those, like a little bit further, um, not further back, further towards smartphones with the, um, just like the, you know, the the, the earliest smartphones that were, I guess, Android, so to speak, but like they weren't a Samsung or not, and they were like just cheap as shit. Um, you know, there there were no iPhones at this point, <laughs> but you know, just just having it on my lap or in my pocket and just randomly call somebody and music be playing. Um, I've never, I've never got caught up with like a, you know, wasn't supposed to be somewhere or a line with like a girl or a wife or any of that shit. Um, mm-hmm. do you guys have any, uh, crazy pocket dial stories? So I, hmm. I have an old school pocket dial, um, back in high school. Uh, we used to, uh, me and my buddy, we used to volunteer at a, uh, church camp way up in the mountains um, we'd be up there basically the whole summer, you know, we'd be, you know, camp counselor, washing dishes in the kitchen, that kind of stuff. Um, mind you, this was a, a church camp. Uh, mm-hmm. the director of the camp called the kitchen. My buddy and I were, you know, sitting there washing dishes and we answered the phone. She was looking for the, the chef or, or something like that. And we answered the phone and put the, the receiver up on top of the phone. So it didn't hang up. And we completely forgot about it. And he and I sat there for the next 10 minutes and mother bleeped this woman, called her every word in the book um, <laughs> for, I'm, I'm not even kidding, for 10 minutes. Finally, 15 minutes goes by. The phone is still off the hook. And she comes into the kitchen. She says, if you're ever going to talk bad about someone, make sure the phone is hung up. <laughs> and the, yeah. needless to say that was the last summer that uh my buddy and i ever worked at that camp and you know how bad they needed you or they would have fired you right on the <laughs> well no we were volunteers like we were getting paid for this <laughs> oh man that's, but she had to feel some type of way that you guys felt that badly you're like you're literally volunteering your summer and you know yeah. you're working with these kids and she's making you feel that way <laughs> yeah, and we were, you know, 15, 16 years old, something like that. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had a, I always get paranoid that, like, I'm, I think when, I, I think I was always paranoid, like, I just have this friend who's crazy. So I think, you know, sometimes you just have friends who are crazy, telling shit on all of them here and there. And I think I was always paranoid that my phone was dialing this person's number while I was talking about him. Uh, and I think one time it actually happened and then I was just like, how long was this there? Like what, what is this going on? But that's like the extent of it. So I don't have too much of an, ex- of, a, of an exciting story there. Sorry. You got to roll with the, uh, we were joking about, about, you know, about it. And that's why we called you and we we're having a good time. We were just having a rib at your expense. You know what I mean? That's Especially, yeah. That's when you got to start just repeating over and over. Can you imagine if you heard this? Can you ma- and then close to the receiver. Can you imagine if you was hearing this? And you start using that voice <laughs> a little bit too to throw them off. You know what I'm saying, Cap? Cap knows what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good little, good little butt dial action. Rudy wow. Giuliani knows all about it. <laughs> Oh, 
I can't remember that reference. There's too many with them people. Well, yeah, he had a few butt dial incidences, so. Yeah, king of the butt dial. Yeah. Um, what else we got to talk about, gang? This, uh, the, I can't even say it. The, the youth, Euphius pitch? Ephus. It's called Ephus. an Ephus pitch. Ephus. You Darvish is out here. That, that was a mouthful just trying to get the, the all the you Darvish and then Ephus pitch. I've only seen it spelt in, uh, um, you know, on, on the show. I've never actually um, talked to anybody that could say it. Um, you Darvish throwing, throwing some little junk up there. Little 3-3 little three, three ball game, tie game. Little Dodgers. Who do you guys got in these um, MLB playoffs? Anybody? Oh, yeah. So the, the most famous EFIS pitch in baseball history was uh, Henry Roengartner for the Cubs in, I want to say, 1994, 1995, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, it was the bottom of the ninth. Um, no, excuse me. It was the top of the ninth. It was at Wrigley. Uh, he was facing off against the Mets, and it was just to get, it was a playoff game to get into the NLCS. And the Mets star slugger was up there, and typically Ron Garden he threw, he threw gas like Ooh, upper nineties, low hundreds. Um, th- this is before bullpens were you know trucking out every single person that throws a hundred. He would routinely hit 100, 101. But his changeup essentially was an Ephus pitch, and it went in there about 40 miles an hour, a little floater, and, uh, yeah, struck him I out. I remember the interview afterwards, and he, his mom taught him how to throw it, I think. Yep, that, that's absolutely correct. His, uh, his mother did teach him. Clay. Mary, Mary Rotengarden. Mm-hmm. Razenboozer. Too bad to damn, you know, they choked in the playoffs. He was a rookie. He was a rookie that year. Oh, come on, rookie. You, know, you got to do, do it in the, you know, do it in the World Series. I, I I think well they did do it in the World Series they actually did win, um, but he he blew out his arm and that's why he had to throw that Ephus pitch. But yeah, the uh, the Cubs ended up winning the World Series that year. Um, he was a free agent after that and went to the uh, some minor league team, uh, the Pirates. Hmm. They yeah. they be doing they do be doing that. Yeah. You guys aren't gonna Pir- get Pirates be pirating. That, that was anyway. today's reference, and I know you guys probably didn't get to listen to the show today. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't bullshit. Got to be honest, I haven't listened to the show in about a week and a half. This this move is absolutely kicked my ass. I know we had talked about you guys moving, but if somebody yelled, uh, Tommy Tuberville yelled bullshit when they were talking about reparations. And Mike- yeah, so they've been, so Stu's been, all week Stu's been yelling, bullshit. oh, that's bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Stu keeps saying everything's bull. Just Stu has been on an underrated heater of lately. His little his little windows he's slipping in there. But my man, he's doing so good. But I didn't want you. I didn't want you to think I was actually saying your club story was bullshit because I loved it. (laughs) You just talking to him, villain. Yeah. Well, anyway, back back to the original question of uh, who I got winning. Uh, winning these playoffs here for uh, for baseball. Baseball talk. Baseball is back. I don't care what anyone says. I am so freaking excited for all of these games. So I've got I've got the Braves beating the Phillies. Um, you know, champions are going to champion there. Um, sorry, pal. I I think this not this is not going to be the year for the Dodgers. I think the Padres are going to take this one. Um, mm. 
Yeah, get out of here, babe. Ridiculous. You know what? I I I know it sounds ridiculous, but I I really do think own. the Padres are going to take this one uh, in the American League. Man, Houston's so tough though. But Seattle, I think they are a team of destiny. They're going to shake off the uh, that walk off loss they had on Tuesday, and I think they're actually going to come back and take it. They they are a team of destiny. Yankees, I you know the Yankees are going to Yankee and they're going to. Take it to the uh, the Cleveland Guardians. After that, so I've got the Braves beating the Padres in the NLCS. And then I've got the Yankees beating the Mariners. And it's going to be a rematch of 96, 98, and 99. Uh, Yankees beating the uh, the Braves to win the World Series. That's what I got. I, mm. I, I got a That's Yankees. a cute story, Beep, but no way these Padres are being... The Dodgers. Okay. LA knows what's up. Shout out Max Muncy. Salute. Salute Trey Turner. Salute. I feel like everything's going to turn on its head. Now, I can see the Yankees and Braves. I can see the Yankees and Dodgers. But I also can see the, the Mariners and the Phillies. And I, look, I, I just think baseball is back. I love playoff baseball. Um, playoff hockey. Might be one of the, I, but I also love playoff basketball. So and and playoff football, I, I'm 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 a sucker for all the playoff uh, anything that with stakes. Um, sounds like you like to do it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the. There's just, but like with baseball, like playoff baseball is so entertaining because I I don't watch any regular season baseball, hardly any at all. But I can sit through, you know every game of the postseason baseball because the talent's just there across the board you have really good hitting you have really good pitching it's just everything's tense you know it's playoff it's just playoff atmosphere you like it you know and it just it means well clearly it means more you know but uh i mean not to um well i'll stay on topic and i I just feel i feel like the mariners that's the it's the mariners here for some reason and if they, if it's not the Mariners' year, it's the Yankees' year because it's been way too long since the Yankees have won a World Series. Two thousand nine, way too. Is long. Robinson is Robinson Cano still a Mariner? No, so he was released. So he actually got traded to the Mets a couple of years ago, and then got put mm. on waivers. He got picked up by the the Dodgers organization, and he ended up playing for the Albuquerque Isotopes a little bit uh, this season. And then decided, hmm. hey, I'm gonna hang it up. Would you look at that? The more you How know, huh? How about that? You got all that money, you got all that money in the way out, I'm sure, too, huh? Nice little truck and change there, huh? Was he wasn't suspended at all this year? Robinson Cano? Yeah, no. I'm on it. Who who was suspended this year? Tatis? Yeah, Tatis um, Jr. was suspended. Yeah, he. that's why we got Kim in this game right now at shortstop. Good defensive shortstop. Baseball analysis. There you go. That concludes mine. I know Tatis from in the middle of the year, but it was it was from the beginning of the year that they were suspended. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I got it confused. If it's not Cano, it's somebody with a name that I guess I would contribute. That I I guess a player in his situation where he was great for a period of time, got a huge contract, fell off, haven't really heard from them, kind of a few injury years, you know, and then they just disappear. 
there are quite a few players like that. Um, but maybe you know what? I'm I'm absolutely wrong. I owe, I owe five dollars. Uh, so after he got uh, DFA'd by the Mets, he got picked up by the Padres organization. Um, played a few games there. Again, he played in their AAA farm club, the uh, El Paso Chihuahuas, and then was released by the Padres and got picked up by the Braves organization and only uh, only played nine games for them. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. One such a promising career. Hmm? Ooh. All right. Kershaw's made it through five innings for the tied game so far. Yeah, but he's, also, he's already given up, what, five, six runs? Eh, beep, beep. Classic beep Kershaw of. in the playoffs. I'm, I'm telling you, he's. Oh no, yeah, it's already, it's already that that Machado home run. I could, I was already like, I, I, I had honestly forgotten about all his uh, playoff malfeasances up until that Machado home run, and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I know the Stu has been quiet about it lately. No, uh, Jeanette, Jeanette brought it up in in one of the. F- like 10 chats I'm in with her uh, earlier that uh, yeah, it's just ridiculous at this point. Um, she brought it up that uh, win or lose Kershaw's getting ripped by Stu tomorrow. And I had a really good laugh at that earlier. Like, she's so right. I needed to be known. I was going to cut you off. I'm in so many chats at this point. I'm not paying attention to any of them. It's tough. It's tough. Well, the tough thing is I'm in one with Jeff and Jeanette. That's our LA chat. So where the three of us talk, but in like the last over the summer, we added a chat. That's just the three of us with ant. And there's a chat with just the three of us and Schweitz. And they throw me off like no other. And yeah, it's just, we'll turn it into Dan with just a million chats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Using our iPad to to text <laughs> at three in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's done. Well, hey guys, thanks a lot for joining us here on Post Post Game Show. It's it's glad I'm I'm glad to be back. I'm really happy to be back. Uh, you have uh, been joined tonight by Pow out in Southern California and Capo up in Baltimore. Uh, this is at Beep Count on Twitter. We will talk to you next time. I had one more story. Uh, so there's this Bantam. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.